right, welcome again, everybody, to another week of our weekly podcast of Next Take Georgia, brought to you by ITG Next. I am your host, Phil Jones. And this week, we are going to talk about uh, one of the premier events in, uh, in the state of Georgia with high school football. This event has helped to kick off and really has served as the official kickoff event for the high school football season each year for, I think, the last 30 seasons. And uh, we are hitting, certainly hitting a milestone with that event. And joining me now to talk about it is a man that knows quite a bit about it. It is uh, I.J. Rosenberg. He is the founder and owner of Score Atlanta and also uh, part owner of Corky Kill Classic, along with uh, uh, Dave Hunter, the former longtime coach of Brookwood. I.J., how are you? Fine. How are you doing? Everything good? It is. It is. We are, of course, uh, covering the the great uh, state of uh, high school football uh, in the great state of Georgia, and uh, never a dull moment, especially from our uh, broadcast headquarters of uh, Valdosta. <laughs> I know it's uh, you know I know it's crazy down there. Uh, you know it's funny. We've got a uh, seven on seven tournament coming up on June 11th, uh, and actually I got a call for the interim coach at. Uh, about lost about coming up and playing we hope you guys do that yeah shelton felton uh doing a good job they just uh went to jones county for their uh preseason or spring uh, scrimmage and uh i think he's going to fit in nicely uh with valdosta at least on an interim basis we'll see where it takes them but uh yeah i hope uh, you guys have some luck with uh getting the cats and uh, coach felton involved in that yeah we look forward to it well, listen, uh, IJ, I know you're also looking forward, of course, to the Corky Kale. Now, I mentioned in the introduction, if I'm not mistaken, you guys are hitting your 30-year uh, milestone, are you not? Yes, 30th year. The first year was uh, in the, was actually the first event ever held in the Georgia Dome. Wow. Uh, it's, it's, been a, it's been a long haul since then. But, you know, it's gone. Those were two games back then. Um, uh, McKeatron and, and uh, Brookwood played against each other and uh, Noonan and Southwest DeKalb. Uh, and uh, it wasn't even called the Corky Kell Classic. It was called the Georgia Prep Classic back then. Uh, then a few later, Corky uh, Kell, the great coach at, at several schools, including Wheeler up here, passed away. So the event was named after him. It's been ever since. And now we, we you know, it's grown to uh, 11 games. Uh, all games on TV, radio. Uh, there's a lot of digital aspects to the games. Uh, we have a lunch uh, for all the teams the week before. Uh, and, uh, and of course, the 7-on-7 tournament. So, you know, we feel real good about the brand right now. You know, and you mentioned the brand. And I think, uh, and I'm glad you mentioned Corky Kell. I want to go into a little bit more about him. Because when we say, and a lot of people hear and, and say the name Corky Kell, you know, I don't know if they really understand, uh, you know, that that is an actual uh, coach, former coach yeah. here in the state of Georgia. You, you mentioned him briefly. Tell us a little bit more. Who exactly is Corky Kale? Well, Corky was, was around in the early 70s and uh, in 80s, of course, and was a really, really very, um, what I would say, popular coach uh, at Wheeler High School. You know, coached some other places in DeKalb County. Uh, but had some really good teams at Wheeler and uh, just, you know, he uh, was well-liked by a lot of people. Um, he, uh, of course, Kell High School was named after him. Uh, you know, you have to be pretty, pretty good 
uh, not only on the field, but off the field, uh, if you're going to uh, get a high school named after you, especially in Cobb County. And, uh, but he passed away um, in the um, early nineties and uh, on his, actually when he was uh, on his deathbed, he had uh, asked Dave Hunter, he said, look, I want you to keep this going. Uh, the event had, I think, been played three times. I think it was 94 uh, when he passed. And, you know, and at that point, Dave decided that they would rename the uh, uh, the classic, well, the Park Classic Corky Kell Classic. So that's sort of where that came from. And, you know, he's somebody that was very well respected and well thought of. Wow. I'm glad you shared that story. Uh, never have known that. And I'm sure uh, the many listeners that we have uh, listening to this today probably had no idea either. So it's good to certainly, you know, put, uh, as the saying goes, a true face behind the name. And in this uh, case, the real story, uh, if you will, behind the name and who the man was in uh, in Corky Kell. I appreciate you sharing that with us. Sure. Um, obviously you talked about, uh, the fact that it did start off with, uh, another name. You said it was, uh, initially called the Georgia prep. Yeah. It Classic. Was, yeah. It was called the Georgia. In fact, we were incorporated as the Georgia prep classic still. Uh, okay. So, so Corky, Corky Pell sort of does business as, uh, but yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was started, um, you know, really it was the idea, uh, of the original GM at Georgia Dome. He's the one that sort of came to Dave Hunter and Corky and, and asked them if they were interested. And next thing you knew it, um, you know, McEachern and Brookwood were playing each other and they pulled in uh, Noonan and Southwest Cab, And uh, that's where, you know, and it started. But it really started to blossom uh, really in the, in about 10 years ago. Uh, we'll be, uh, we're able to bring television in, Georgia Public Broadcasting. Uh, we've, you know, we sort of added something every couple of years, the lunch, the course, you know, seven on seven tournament, uh, you know, the games at Mercedes Benz now. So, and of course, you know, we're starting on a Wednesday night at West Forsyth. We'll be at Hugh on Thursday night. Uh, we'll be in Gainesville and North Cobb on Friday night. And then Saturday, we'll end it with five games at the Georgia Dome. Excuse me. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> but um, so I want to ask you, I want to take you back to last year's uh, Corky Kale. Of course, I, uh, you guys did a great job of seeing the thing through, the event through, even though obviously it wasn't uh, the standard Corky Kale that we're all used to. I know that you guys are excited about having the opportunity to really go back to having you know, the premier event in you know, and the base uh, event being, of course, there centered in the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, what I think is the finest indoor uh, facility in the in the entire country, much less just the state of Georgia. But as always, you guys will have some the, the satellite events uh, or venues, I should say, uh, as well. Let's run down uh, the list of teams and venues, so starting with that opener on Wednesday. Yeah, well, we'll open up Wednesday night at 530. You've got two um – Atlanta Public City Schools that will go up there. It'll be uh, Cherokee and Mays will play at 5:30, and West Forsyth and Carver, Atlanta will follow. Uh, so that should be an interesting matchup, especially that first one. Uh, Mays is, you know, I think the best football program, you know, among the public schools. So, you know, that and Cherokee, of course, has really, really got a good quarterback, and they had a great season last year. So, you know, I, we feel good about those two games, the West Forsyth Carver game. You know, Carver's going to have as many kids as Mays has, uh, but they usually put up a pretty good fight. You know, Dave Zavella at West Forsyth has done a great job, and uh, 
so that's, you know, that'll be Wednesday night at West Versailles starting at 530. And you'll be able to watch all the games on uh, Peach Street TV. Fantastic. All right. So that is uh, the the opening games. Uh, t- tell us about uh, the next night. Sure. Dekula is the next night. Of course, is in Gwinnett. I got a really good matchup in the first game, Westlake and Archer. Uh, Westlake is, uh, you know, uh, probably the best football team in, in the cat, excuse me, in Fulton County now. Uh, just really, really strong. A lot of, lot of good college prospects are coming out of there. They'll play Archer. Uh, Archer, of course, from Gwinnett County, uh, always is there, always has a, a very good football team, sort of waiting for them to win it all. Uh, but uh, I think eventually they will. But that's, that's a, you know, for an early game, we're real excited about that one. Uh, if you want to watch a lot of kids that are going to be playing on Saturdays and even Sunday, I would definitely, uh, you know, whether you go to the game at Dekula or watch it on Peachtree TV, that'll be the 530 game. And then our final, the second game of the doubleheader will be Dekula, uh, a program that uh, has really started to uh, make some noise the last three or four years. They will host Tucker. Um, Tucker's got a new coach. Um, their coach moved over to South Gwinnett. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what Tucker brings. But they also they always have a lot of talent. Uh, so, you know, I think that's going to be a, a really good matchup for us. And that's those are the two Thursday night games. So Friday, the games, the way we did Friday, um, the 530 game will be Gainesville against Johns Creek. Johns Creek, of course, one of the better North Fulton high school teams. Uh, Gainesville, uh, you know, not a whole lot needs to be said about them. Uh, just a perennial power almost every year. Uh, put out some great players. Uh, that'll be a 530 game. That game will be in Gainesville at the city park they have near. Uh, probably one of the finest, what I would call, grass fields in, in the state. And then that night, the doubleheader, the second one will be North Cobb and Buford, uh, 830. Uh, Buford, of course, coming off two state championships. Uh, and uh, North Cobb, North Cobb coming off a great season. They've got a very good quarterback. I expect that even despite the fact that Buford is bringing back a lot of kids, I expect that to be a really good game. Of course, that's a, a 7-18 North Cobb going up against, you know, the best 6-18 in Buford. And this is going to be, uh, IJ, a, a rematch of sorts. Uh, North Cobb really putting themselves – on the on the on the map last year, if you will, uh, when they upset uh, the Wolves twenty eight fourteen, so I'm sure that will add a little bit more uh, entry to this uh, matchup. I would agree with you, and and like I said, I mean, I just you know Buford, what they've done the last two years has just been really, really, I think a little bit surprising. And uh, no question, uh, they they put together those back to backs. They you know they hired. Uh, their coach, you know, came off the staff, and uh, he's done a great job. And uh, and like you said, a little bit of uh, revenge there. Uh, but at the same time, that you know, this this can be a throwing team against a really good running team uh, in Buford. So the, it it should be a real interesting football game. And it is worth pointing out as I talk about the the rematch aspect. Um, I think every team. Except one, I believe, uh, were all playoff teams last year, IJ. Yes. Yeah, every one of them. And uh, it's, you know, like I said, I mean, we're, you know, we feel like we've got really a strong list of 22 teams. And, of course, the five matchups at the Dome will be, uh, uh, you know, should be really impressive. You know, we've got McEachern and Kel. Uh, McEachern coming off one of their tougher seasons. 
uh, in a long time. Uh, they're in the 9 a.m. spot, mm -hmm. uh, so they'll open it up. But I think that's going to be a good football team. Cal, Cal always gives the 7A schools fits. Uh, and then following that, 1145 will be Parkview and Mill Creek. They've never played, uh, which is really interesting considering they're both Gwinnett County teams and both two of the bigger schools in Gwinnett County. But this will they were supposed to play last year. Uh, that was one of the games that we couldn't uh, couldn't get off because of COVID, but they'll play this year. And, two great coaches, uh, then, by the way, there, uh, yeah. IJ. And then Lowndes and Walton will be in the third game. Lowndes, of course, coming up uh, from South Georgia. Uh, and uh, we're excited about having them. Uh, I think Walton is going to be really, really good this year. Um, you know, I like what they're all about. A lot of good young kids got a lot of playing time last year. Uh, and, uh, of course, Lowndes last couple of years probably had enough talent to win the whole thing. Um, and then the 545 game will be Hoover from Alabama. It'll be our first time we've had a team from out of state playing Corky. Couldn't have a better one than Hoover. Uh, they'll play North Gwinnett, who is uh, just a very steady program and uh, expects to be good, really good this year. Uh, Hoover will bring over a lot of firepower. It'll just be interesting to see, you know, an Alabama team play a Georgia team, two really good ones. And then Melinda Knight, which probably will end up being the highest scoring game of the five uh, with Brookwood against Collins Hill. Of course, Collins Hill having the top player in the state uh, and probably two of the top six with their quarterback. Uh, those that quarterback receiver combinations yeah, incredible and and you know Brooklyn's you know Brooklyn last year had a couple of move ins uh, they've had a couple of move outs uh, of good kids but at the same time I think that they probably filled those holes they're going to score a lot of points this year I think the question is is can Brooklyn keep up with just a really really offensive laden college Hill team. <laughs> yeah, they, they are uh, absolutely loaded. You talked about Travis Hunter, uh, Collins Hill, just an absolute stud uh, of a football player. But you know what? There's going to be a lot of great stars. De definitely this year's Corky Kell will not be without star power. And I wanted to ask you, what? Uh, talk about the selection process, IJ. What goes into – tell us the, the process – of from beginning to end, what's the, the 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 process for choosing the participating teams in the Corky Kill every year? Well, you know they have to be able to sell tickets. That's number one because they have a ticket guarantee and it's a pretty heavy ticket guarantee. But number two, I mean, you know, we're going to pick the strongest programs at, in the state and certainly in the Metro Atlanta area. Um, and usually, those teams are going to come from the top classification. Uh, and, uh, you know, Dave and I sort of sit down and, uh, McEachern and Brookwood are grandfathered into it. So, you know, we've got those two every year. Oh, I did not uh, know that. You know, yeah. And, uh, they played in it every year. So, uh, yeah, we just talk, talk about how that, how that come about. Uh, so of course I know Dave coached it at, at Brookwood. Uh, talk about how they came to be a grandfathered in. I like that. Yeah. Well, McEachern and, uh, Brookwood, of course, played in the very first Corky Kell. And Jimmy Dorsey and Dave Hunter were good friends back then. They're still good friends. Uh, Jimmy's include, you know, Jimmy's one of our, uh, one of, you know, one of the owners in the group. And uh, they just, you know, I think it just sort of worked out in that first game. And they stayed, at, you know, the course ever since. Love it. Uh, and uh, you know, it's worked good. So you got to sit down, and uh, is the decision-making process, uh, does it consist of pretty much you and Dave Hunter? Are there other people involved? Talk a little more about that. Um, you know, it's really Dave and myself. We feel like 
you know, we have enough knowledge to be able to pick the teams. Um, it's really a lot easier than you would think. Um, we have a lot of programs that call us every year and want to be in Corky Cal. And, you know, I think that, you know, they've got to, you know, Tequila is a good example. I don't think five years ago we would have put Tequila in Corky Cal, but, you know, they're hosting. And a lot of times what we do is we'll put the newer teams on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday and let them work into a position on Saturday where they get to play in the dome. So, you know, Collins Hill is probably a pretty good example of it. Uh, you know, they, they've all of a sudden become very good. We saw that a couple of years ago, and that's why we put Collins Hill in. Hoover is my idea. That's something I always wanted to do. They were going to play last year, but because of COVID, couldn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, we try to, try to, we do try to have the best teams, but at the same time, uh, shift a little bit with them. And, uh, you know, we, you know, we don't want to be loaded just with teams from Gwinnett County. Which brings me to my next question. I, I know that uh, people that are listening to this in the, in the southern part of the state, South Georgia, love the fact that you've got uh, Lowndes representing uh, the, uh, South Georgia. Uh, is that an effort uh, to try to get South Georgia teams? Obviously, there's some great teams from the southern part of the state. Do you guys try to make a concerted effort to, to at least have one team represented in the Corky Kale from the south part of the state every year? Yeah, we try. You know, we've had Colquitt County. We've had Valdosta. Right. Um, you know, we'd like to get more than one. I think that more than likely um, when we announce our new group next year, uh, which will be the two, you know, the new two-year deal uh, with the schedule, I think that you'll see two coming up. Uh, you know, okay. it could be a combination of like Lowndes and Colquitt. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, we, we at least want to have one. And, and look, I mean, I, you know, Dave is sort of the, you know, he's been, you know, doing this for 30 years. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, myself, you know, when I started about 16 years ago with them, you know, I said, look, let's, let's do some new stuff. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, the combination of Dave and myself and Jimmy Dorsey, sort of work well because, you know, we're a marketing company and a little bit younger, uh, sort of understand the digital platforms and, uh, you know, we, we need to change it up. And, uh, you know, I think Hoover, uh, is a good example of that. Um, you know, we're, we're, like I said, we're real excited about them coming over. Uh, they're, you know, considered one of the better football programs, you know, not only in the South, but really the nation. Uh, so, you know, we mix it up a little bit. Uh, you know, at times, I think we could do a little bit better job. This is probably the first time where I'll look at the schedule and really, you know, say that, you know, we've really got a nice combination of, you know, Atlanta Public City Schools. We've got a Forsyth School. We've got a Cherokee School. We've got a couple of Fulton Schools. We've got a, you know, a DeKalb School. You know, we have Gainesville. Um, you know, we have Buford. Uh, you know, and then on Saturday, you know, it gets back to being fairly heavy Gwinnett, but we've got Lowndes and, you know, Walton, Kell representing Cobb County and Hoover over from Alabama. So I think this is probably the best mixture we've had. Yeah, and I think, uh, you know, everybody, when you hear Hoover, that obviously is a name that resonates, uh, kind of like a Valdosta, no matter where you are, probably in the country. You know, uh, there are certain schools whose uh, names are synonymous when it comes to high school football. Hoover's definitely one of those. As I mentioned, Valdosta is one of those. So I think that's a great choice. And uh, and obviously, it does help that they've got a solid program uh, year in and year out. Speaking of which, now, whether it's Hoover or whomever, um, 
talk about the the choice of going out of state. Is that something that you would like to keep as part of the lineup of the Corky Kale? And, and, and would you consider maybe venturing out into other states? I know that there's logistics to take into consideration. I mean, that's, that's just the the reality of it. As uh, teams, of course, have to have to travel to get there. But uh, but talk about branching out possibly even further uh, in future Corky Kale events. Oh, I don't think there's any doubt that that's something that's possible. Um, you know, probably, you know, going maybe into Tennessee, certainly Florida. Uh, you know, we definitely have thought about it. Uh, you know, COVID has sort of slowed us down a little bit sure. with some other ideas that we had. But I can see one day, you know, Corky Cal, at least half of it being made up of teams that are coming from around the state. And even, you know, inviting a team from up north or, or California or something like that. I, I, I think that's definitely a we are finishing up with I.J. Rosenberg. Uh, he, along with uh, Dave Hunter, uh, put together, coordinate, and uh, basically uh, run the Corky Kill Classic, uh, enjoying 30 years of this uh, showcase event. And uh, this year, going to have yet another great lineup. So I talked about, you know, branching out further. What about the the number of teams? I know you guys have grown that number throughout the years. Any talk about possibly making it even bigger? Oh, yeah, I think it could be bigger. Um, you know, we're sort of running out of time now. I mean, you know, we're playing on a Wednesday night, which was something that we had to get permission from the GHSA to do. Um, but, you know, I could see, you know, for instance, running over two weekends, uh, which I actually would like. I'd rather get away a little bit from the midweek and even Thursday and, uh, and you know, possibly play, you know, Friday, Saturday, Friday, Saturday or even Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then come back the next week with a Friday and a Saturday. So, yeah, I think, you know, we've talked about a lot of different things. Um, you know, uh, you know, a lot of teams want to be involved. A lot of teams want to play at Mercedes-Benz. Uh, you know, it's not easy getting Mercedes-Benz. Uh, you know, we're not going to get that two straight weekends. It's just not going to happen. Uh, but, you know, there's some other places that, you know, like Sanford up in, in Athens and Tech and some other places that I've, you know, talk to and, and they've, you know, actually, uh, you know, been interested in maybe hosting a Corky Kell, you know, game or two. So look, you know, like I said, you know, we're always thinking about new things. We like to throw something out new every year or every other year. So, um, you know, increasing the size of this, I think it's definitely something that's in the cards over the next three or four years. I got you. Making it bigger, making it better uh, on what is already a, a solid uh, event. Great showcase event, the Corky Kell Classic. IJ, thank you so much. Anything else you want to add before we uh, before we let you go? No, I think, you know, what's cool this year about Corky is, you know, it'll be on Peachtree TV. Um, you know, most people around the state will be able to pick it up. Uh, you can certainly watch the game on the internet. Um, you know, we'll be on the on the uh, uh, George on the National Federation High School Network. It'll also be available uh, on CBS forty six dot com, uh, which is our partner with Peachtree TV. Uh, you know, we'll be running live stats as we always do. Our tracker will be much better this year, uh, so I think you know it'll be very similar to what ESPN does on on their game trackers. You know, we'll have the you know, the in-between game shows, the halftime shows. So, you know, we're back to normal this year. We'll get to play all the games. We'll get to play at Mercedes-Benz. Uh, you know, we got a set, great seven-on-seven seven tournament coming up June 11th. I think we've got close to 50 teams for that. Uh, we'll have a lot of talent, a lot of coverage. People will be able to follow that digitally. 
on June 11th. You can go to scoreatl.com uh, for that information. Uh, but that's about it. We'll also, you know, have certain radio partners. Uh, you know, we'll, uh, you know, we'll be down. I, I'm sure that we'll be on radio down in Valdosta, uh, and we'll be up on radio in Gainesville and some of the other places. And you know, we'll probably more than likely uh, be on radio locally with 92.9 The Game. That's been our partner for a while now. So a lot of media, a lot of ways to uh, sort of enjoy the Corky Cal Classic. But we'd love people to come out. Uh, to the you know to Mercedes Benz, it's an inexpensive way uh, to get into the Benz and a full day of high school football. Do you guys offer uh, a a pay um, uh, like a, a one ticket can see can see all the games on those days at uh, Mercedes Benz? Well, one ticket gets it's just one ticket you can watch all five. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you don't you don't have to pay for separate games. That's fantastic. Uh, yeah, one thing I'd like to add before I do let you go, just kind of sitting here thinking, you know, kind of like the, um, I guess it's uh, sort of like both college and the NFL does, you know, whomever the champion is, maybe having a, uh, you know, the, the champion, and I know we've got, what, eight different classifications to choose right. from with uh, one being split into, into private and public. But maybe having a, a part of the Corky Kill would include, uh, you know, a champion's battle. Uh, maybe six A seven A champions, and I know you got scheduling obviously to work out, but just a thought of maybe uh, you know adding a little bit uh, more shine to what is already a very shiny event. Yeah, I mean you know those type things are a little bit harder to set up. Uh, Basketball is a little bit easier way, uh, I think, over there to do it. And we're thinking, and my company is going to end up doing you know a sort of a Corky Kell basketball thing coming up this winter. We'll talk about that later. But yeah, no, it's a good idea, of, you know, possibly, you know, having the seven A champion playing the six A champion. Uh, but you know, you've got Buford playing North Cobb. North Cobb did win it last year, uh, but they were good enough to win it. And uh, so I think you know that you know that matchup at eight thirty on Friday night alone, uh, it's just you know a good example of, of the different classifications and how strong they are. No question, no question. Already a fantastic event. And again, I'm sure that uh, Dave Hunter and IJ are going to do uh, everything they can to continue to make this uh, this event even greater. IJ Rosenberg, thank you so much for joining me and uh, and, and promoting uh, again this great showcase event, the Corky Kill Classic, celebrating its 30th year. Uh, IJ, thank you so much. Thank you. Anytime. Have a great one. There he is. That's, uh, again, I.J. Rosenberg from Score Atlanta. And, again, along with uh, Dave Hunter, those guys uh, put together and uh, run the Corky Kell Classic. A great event. Can't wait. You know, when you start hearing the lineup release for the Corky Kell, you know that high school football season is uh, just around the corner. Again, I want to thank I.J. Rosenberg for joining us on this week's Next Take Georgia, brought to you by ITG Next. I'm your host, Phil Jones. We'll talk to you Again, next week with a different topic and a different guest right here at ITG Next Georgia.